the big meat and potatoes here is to focus on the things that you can control and to kind of, you know, ignore the things you can't control. So the things you can control are constantly providing value to your people, even though you're home in front of a computer and not actually in the office. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Social Media Sisters. Today's podcast episode is with Dan and Zach of Strix Media. The four of us wanted to do a joint episode for this week to go over everything that's happening right now. We're in this unprecedented, crazy time. Small businesses, local businesses are being ordered to close down because of what's happening with coronavirus. So there's just a lot of uncertainty and um, you know, people are, people are worried. And we wanted to discuss different tips for these businesses, for these local businesses on what they can do during this time. What should they be posting on social media? What kind of content can they create to still keep things going in their business? And we even have some ideas on how to potentially still bring in income. Yeah, so in this episode, like Patty said, we'll definitely be diving deeper and giving more specific ideas, content ideas for more specific industries. But as always, with pretty much everything that we talk about on our episodes, it can be tweaked for whatever you're working on, whatever industry you're in. So it's definitely something that you want to listen fully through to get the most out of, the most ideas, uh, et cetera. Yep, definitely listen all the way through. And let's just get right into it. Cue the podcast episode. We're doing a special coronavirus episode for everyone on the Creative Collective Show and the Social Media Sisters. So we're, we're super excited to bring you guys some value in a, in a time of hysteria. And um, today we're really going to go over a, a couple content ideas uh, that can really help your business in, in a time of where you're not really sure what to do. And, you know, this is a time to really double down on the content that you're producing and the way that you're engaging with your audience. Yeah, it's really that perfect time where, um, you know, everyone's home, everyone's self-quarantined themselves. <laughs> and uh, now everyone's staring at their phones and staring at their screens. So this is actually the perfect time to, you know, engage with your followers and build your brand. So um, let's actually get into it. Patty, Patty, drop an intro. Hit me with it. Okay, so I am Patty. You guys might have heard from me um, on a previous episode of the Creative Collective show. My other half of the Social Media Sisters podcast is not here, but she might hop in later. Her name is Michelle, but I will give you guys her... um, golden nuggets, I guess, as we go through. Uh, But if you guys want to listen to other social media tips, along with Dan and Zach's awesome tips, you can find us at the Social Media Sisters podcast. Hell yeah. They have a really awesome podcast and they really dive into really specific, you know, social media uh, tips and tricks. So be sure to check them out, everyone. Uh, As well as uh, if you're listening on Patty's uh, stream because we're going to be sharing this. Check out our podcast at the Creative Collective Show uh, on you know every podcast platform. <laughs> I was about to say on literally <laughs> on literally everywhere. Um. So all right. So uh, Patty, let, let let's kick it off. Sure. So 
like Dan said, we're going to be giving you guys a ton of, if you're a business owner, you're going to get a ton of actionable items throughout this, throughout this podcast. So you know what you should be posting, new ideas for uh, content creation. And we'll also share ideas for specific types of businesses like restaurants, fitness related businesses, hair and nail salon, and real estate. So Dan, why don't you start with your first tip? Sure. So I think that in uh, the time of what we're living in currently, that Facebook Live is a very big asset to all businesses. Uh, That being said, there's a lot of things that you can do with Facebook Live that aren't the traditional, you know, show off your events and, you know, um, whatever you may use it for. I think that there's a lot of things that uh, businesses can be doing that may be a little bit out of their wheelhouse and what they've used it for in the past. Uh, so let's let's get into like a couple ideas. Uh, one, you can be uh, doing kind of like a self podcast in the in the manner of tell your story. Um, really get into like why you started and what your business does. Uh, people really care about uh, the story and what who's behind the business. Um, and it's a really great way. If you don't have a podcast, you can just, you know, grab your phone, you know, go on Facebook Live and, you know, start talking about where you came from, what you do now, and, you know, what you see in the future. And it can be a really great way to engage with your audience. Um, another thing that you could do is possibly interview or talk to either an employee or a uh, a industry leader in your space and just talk about a topic, you know, get into a topic that people ask about a lot or something that's relevant in, uh, you know, the time that you're, you're doing that, uh, Facebook live, uh, Zach, what, what other ideas were we talking about? Yeah. So pretty much we're just coming up with ideas that allow you to, you know, uh, either reuse content, that, that you've used in the past in other ways or come up with new uh, ways of creating content uh, without having to be physically in front of somebody. You know, with, it is 2020. Luckily, this whole thing is happening now when we have the technology and means to handle ourselves uh, on a remote level. So the next thing, you know, you can do uh, a lot of, uh, you know, people that teach, if you're a fitness instructor, a tutor, or a teacher overall, um, you know, giving online classes and Facebook live classes uh, to your audience is another great way to interact with people, you know, uh, give out some value in some kind of way, Um, you know, host a free session of some kind. Uh, Another big thing you can talk about is um, have a general Q&A, right? So uh, Q&A is, Q&A sessions are probably one of the best ways to open up to your audience and really hear what kinds of actual questions they have um, and what they actually care about. Because by doing that, you're, you're not only, you know, making content on the fly by literally having the session live, but you're also gaining all of this data about what your audience cares about, what they want, what their concerns are, what kind of questions they have. And then you can build this into your, into your future content distribution and then come out with new content that pretty much answers any of those questions in more detail than you couldn't during that session. So it's one of those um, cool cyclical kind of content that uh, you can keep reusing for uh, over and over and over again. 
Yeah, I think that's a great point because uh, listening to your audience and what they want to have as content is important, right? You'll, you'll get in more interaction. You'll, you'll get more questions. You'll, you'll get more feedback. And uh, using Facebook Live to your advantage uh, is something that you're definitely going to want to do in right, right now at least, but always, right? So all of these tips that we're giving are not just relevant to the, the, the coronavirus, right? So these are things that you can apply to every day that just particularly work better in this situation. And, and even to, to that point, a lot of people complain and say that they don't have the time to do these Facebook lives because they're constantly doing all the other things that involves with you know running a store or a studio or whatnot. Well, the good news is that now that we're all home and not a lot of people are actually in that space doing their day-to-day, their normal day-to-day, they now have all this extra free time to do these Facebook lives. I think this is actually a great opportunity to, you know, at least test it out. You know, everyone's home. You you literally have an audience staring at their at their phones waiting to learn or get entertained by something. So, give them something to be entertained by or to learn from. Yeah, 100%. And a point that Michelle made um is that like what you're saying, Zach, so often business owners are are focused on sales, you know, that's, and, and the day-to-day of their business and they forget to get to, to the core of why, why the business is there. What is your story? And like you said, everyone is looking to be entertained right now. We're all on our phones. We have nothing to do. We're like literally quarantined. So use that to your advantage to reach all of these people who are just starving for content basically and, uh, entertainment while they're, they're on their couch. Yeah. I mean, be funny, right? You don't have to be so serious or, you know, uh, go, go, go the informational route, uh, or you can go the, the slightly quirky, funny route. You know, everything does not have to be, you know, what you see it as on the internet, take your, what your brand is and, you know, sprinkle a little bit of fun on it, you know? And I've seen like how you guys are saying to use Facebook Live. I've seen a lot of people use Instagram Live. So if that's more your thing or you're more on Instagram, then use Instagram Live. There there are all these different platforms that you can use to do all of these things. Um, so for example, with like the Q&A example, yesterday I saw a Peloton instructor went on Instagram Live and she did a Q&A and she actually invited people to her Instagram Live because you know how you can like get someone live with you? So she would have people come on, ask a question. So it'd be like the two people on the screen and engage with them. And then she would move on to the next person. Does that make sense? What I, how I just explained it. Yeah. Can you, can you explain that um, a little more just for our listeners to really understand? So, so Peloton actually invited someone and then how are they joining? Are they, are they joining? They're, like They're joining via the Facebook live Instagram UI. Live. Oh, oh, or or Instagram Live, right? So Instagram Live and Facebook Live have a feature where people can request to join the stream with yeah, you, exactly, and then they can leave. So it's more of an interactive uh, version of just kind of typing out your comment in in the comment section. So it it just allows for more engagement, right? Um, everyone loves feeling appreciated and um, included. And that's what this allows you to do. Yep. 
and people want that right now. I feel like people want that human interaction and that connection more than ever being, you know, at home. Some people live alone, you know, they, they, they're not leaving their house. Like, so doing something like this is, it's almost like you're, you're there with these people, your followers, the people who come into your studio all the time. Um, so just something to think about. Yeah, I think that's huge. And this can be applied to any industry at all, right? We just used fitness instructors, tutors, and teachers just as examples. But um, when you really break it down, this can be applied across all platforms, all industries, uh, no matter what you're doing. Just get in the nitty gritty of interacting with uh, your followers and your clients, guests, customers, whatever you choose to call them. Yeah, this is also really good practice as well. Um, it's one of those things that, you know, people uh, don't ever really have the um, the time or the opportunity to, you know, talk in front of a live audience or to, you know, put themselves out there on a, on a live platform and, you know, have that feeling. And like, there's definitely, you know, like there could be uh, anxiety to that, but like the, the, the sooner you start and the, uh, and the, um, the more, the more you do it, the more comfortable you're, you're actually going to start becoming. And you can actually start working this into your future schedule. And, and, and you actually might notice that your, your, your social media following and your overall engagement is going to get better. Um, Facebook has been favoring the, the, the live, um, the Algorithm. live posts as you know, uh, uh, better on their algorithm. So people are actually seeing it more. It's living longer. Um, there's more engagement with them. Um, so you will see your numbers hopefully go up. And the, 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 the real, the real big thing to, to note here is that you gotta stay consistent, you know, uh, putting these out, uh, you know, once a week or once every few days is extremely helpful. Definitely choose a different guest every week, every couple of days you know, interviewing people about their stories, right? So let's use fitness as an example, right? Talk to your clients. What has been their experience? Where were they before this? Where were they halfway through it? How do they feel? What What are they doing to, to become better at what you are kind of preaching and teaching them? You know, there's a lot of opportunity to have a lot of feedback in that manner. And going along with talking about Facebook Live, Instagram Live, Q&As, you can be more formal with it. And so that'll be our next thing we'll talk about. The next tip is live webinars and classes. So you can use um, Facebook Live to do something like this, but there are, there are also other tools like Google Hangouts and Zoom where you can you can teach a class so that let's say like the fitness example, I've seen a ton of studios doing this, teaching um, yoga classes or, or hit classes, or let's say you are not in the fitness industry. You're more, I don't know, like you guys can talk about the law 101 you, you did on zoom. Why don't you talk about that and tell us about your experience? Yeah, that was actually really cool. Um, so we actually, so this is actually very relevant to, to what's happened. Um, you know, we had a law 101 um, class scheduled for an in-person uh, meeting at a local co-working space. Um, we ended, we actually, in the last, like a day or two before it was actually announced, or uh, the day, uh, or uh, sorry, two days before it was actually going to be happening, uh, we decided to put it online because this whole 
coronavirus scare. And we, we actually figured that no one was actually going to show up because why would anyone go to a public gathering in a time like this? So we moved the whole thing over to online using uh, Google Hangout. And it actually worked really smoothly. We had over 20 people in the chat at the same time. Um, Jamie was a really good host and spokesperson for the Law 101 class. She gave a lot of great tips. Um, after every little section, she had a, a, a little Q&A area where um, people can ask questions, either type them out or uh, ask you know, through the microphone. So it was like a, a live conversation. Um, about that given topic. So we stayed on track. We hit every topic we were supposed to hit. Everyone got all their questions answered that they wanted to get answered. And a big tip or, or, or takeaway we got as well is to, um, before going live, even make a post and say you're about to go live and the topic is going to be on, you know, something. And then whatever top, whatever questions you have on that topic, um, you can have them ask all the questions right there so you can you can almost pre lay out what you want to say so you can hopefully get to all those questions in your speech or in your in your webinar which leaves more time for new questions as well yeah i think that uh the webinar is like a more interactive way to go besides facebook live because facebook live unless you're letting people join your stream is a little bit difficult to interact with your audience, right? So you're with a webinar, you're able to interact with a smaller audience rather than a Facebook live, where a lot of people are just able to comment, and uh, you can just ask them questions. So yeah, yeah, that's a um, that's actually a really big point. So uh, a webinar is more like, a, it's more intimate, you know, you're seeing everyone's face. Um, it's it's a more visual, intimate, close knit experience. Whereas, you know, Facebook is really just a Facebook comment and you're, it's, it's more quantity versus quality at that point. You know, you're, you're appeasing a larger audience, you know, but the custom experience that each person's getting is going to be limited because you can only really respond through text. You know, these, uh, these live webinars allow for, again, a more closer interaction, um, especially because you're seeing everyone's face um, and just a more personalized experience for each person. Yeah, and that's I think why, to, sorry, go, go ahead, on. Dan. No, go on. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, that's why I really like that these fitness studios are using Zoom. So Zoom is a webinar platform that you guys can use. And um, I think there is a free version of it, uh, though it has time limits and whatnot. But check it out. Go to Zoom. Um, it's a webinar platform. And so I've seen uh, some local fitness businesses in our town using it to have their classes. So you are able to register for a certain time you hop on and like Zach said it's 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 almost like community based cuz you can see everyone who's in the class with you so it's as if you're at the gym taking a class with these people but it's just through your laptop which is pretty cool. Yeah, and another like big takeaway is that you're you're able to offer value without necessarily charging for it at this time, right? So if you do own a yoga studio, you do own uh you know, a hair salon, you know, you can host these classes that are free if you like them to be free and really all offer a lot of value within a certain topic and then hopefully be able to convert these people at a later time to visit your store or to, to utilize your services. Yeah. A really big point to mention here is that a lot of these ideas and talking points that we're mentioning 
are all about brand building. It's not necessarily about asking for the sale or trying to sell someone on your service and, you know, um, shove offers down their throats. Um, this is really just a time to, you know, build awareness around your brand, constantly give value. And I believe we, there is one talking point around uh, vouchers that we will get into later. Um, but, you know, really the, the big meat and potatoes here is to focus on the things that you can control and to kind of, you know, ignore the things you can't control. So the things you can control are constantly providing value to your people, even though you're home in front of a computer and not actually in the office. So let's go into the uh, next topic, and that's uh, doing videos around how to uh, just really how to do it yourself product and service videos. So uh, let's use the uh, hair industry as an example here, right? So if you're a hair salon and you're having to close down and you're not able to, you know, be in your salon and offer, you know, all the services that you have, hop on, you know, grab your phone, grab a camera, go on Facebook Live. They're kind of all one and the same and start teaching how to services, right? So how do I use this product that you sell or how do you braid your hair, you know, properly or how do you wash it properly? Things like that, that can be applied across all, all industries, literally every industry that you could possibly think of. We'll use Strix Media as an example. So Strix Media in the next coming days might, wink, wink, uh, do a, maybe a live webinar or a video, right? So they kind of are one and the same on how to launch your podcast. How do you get started on a podcast? What do you need to know? What equipment do you need to use? And where should you be spending your time learning on what to do next? Uh, this can be applied in every industry across and, you know, really should be considered for a lot of businesses that are kind of sitting there and saying, hey, like, what what, what should I be putting out right now? Yeah. Um, another big thing to kind of uh, piggyback off that is the idea of just helping people understand how your services work and how you go about using said services. So for example, uh, to put Strix Media back in the in, in the hot in the hot seat here, um, if we're trying to sell um, testimonial videos, for example, I might want to help people um, how to best prepare for a testimonial video. You know, um, when you know when coming on and you know for your for your for your actual shoot day, you know, let's have some questions prepared and let me help you understand how you're going to answer those questions. So. Um, you don't sound too flat, you know, there's actually character and thought behind your answer. Um, and you come off sounding confident on camera, right? So these are things that I want to educate my potential customers about. So they feel more at ease when working with me in the future. And really, like, like we've been saying, really, any business owner, any niche can do these things. Um, I feel like a lot of people sometimes get stuck when they listen to tips or read tips because they're like, oh, that doesn't apply to me. I'm not a yoga studio. I'm not Strix Media. Like, how can I make this work? But you just need to get creative. Um, How-to videos, I feel like anyone can do that. You can do product videos. Um, if you have, you sell physical products, you know, showcase your products, 
show us what's in them. What if it's um, like food related? What are the ingredients? If you're a restaurant, show us your your recipes or behind the scenes. These are all things I feel like you guys and us we've talked about on on different podcast episodes before, and it's like Zach said right now, it's just really about, about bringing value and going, you know, to the basics. I feel like this is just going back to the basics of social media content creation. Agreed. And then, you know, just even talking about more about the, uh, uh, the restaurants, for example, um, you know, what are some things like, uh, we, so we actually have a list here. And then one of the things we have is, you know, what if you have, you know, like, what do you have in your pantry right now? And then what can you do with those, with those ingredients, you know, cool. You just stocked up on a bunch of <laughs> toilet paper, hand sanitizer, <laughs> uh, bread, milk, and all the other essentials, you know, now you're at home, uh, you know, what are some ways to maybe, you know, maximize all those things you just bought, you know, like, um, you know, what are some of the best meals you can make with the, with the least amount of ingredients? Like there's a lot of cool, fun, interesting ways you can go about doing this for every single industry that you're in. Um, you just got to really get, you know, creative in terms of how you can teach somebody and how you can educate someone on your particular product or the service that you're offering. And it can even be, you know, uh, another layer uh, deeper in terms of like the customer journey, you know, think about your customer journey and break that down and think, okay, what are some frequently asked questions that most of my customers have? And then how can I create content around that? Yeah, a hundred percent. All right, so let's get into the next topic. Zach, kick us off. Customer reviews via, you know, a graphic or uh, a video. Okay. Right? Um, and we're, we're talking user generated as well as, you know, business generated. All right, so I love this idea. Um, so I'm a, I'm a big proponent of repurposing content, right? So I'm pretty sure most of the people out there that have businesses or have been running businesses uh, have some kind of reviews in some way, they have, they have it on Google, they have it on Facebook, they have it on Yelp. Um, you know, maybe you just have a a uh, an, a a review from 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 a friend. Hey, you guys did a great job. Whatever, right? Even if you guys don't have a review, you should maybe even solicit one from some of your uh, most recent clients and ask them, "Hey, leave us a review. Let me know what you think. Um, you know, tell me honestly what you thought about my service." And you know, obviously, you're probably asking people that loved your service, right? Um, but you'd want to ask everybody. And then what you can do with this is that if it's already online, you can then take it and make it into a nice little graphic and then post that across all social media. Um, it can be very. It can be done really, really simply in uh, Canva, which is which is a, a, a really simple graphic design piece of software that we use. Uh, you don't have to be a graphic designer expert to understand it. Another one is Adobe Spark. It's another interesting way to copy and paste some text, put it onto a nice background, um, you know, give it a five-star rating and post it and make it look like something, uh, make it look like more than just a simple review. Uh, the other side to that, and guys chime in here if, if I'm missing any, anything, but the other side to that is to actually solicit a video review from somebody that you just work with and they and it could be as simple as saying hey can you go on your on your phone real quick and just give me you know a five second review 10 second review of what you thought you know um it could even be a facetime call where you where you ask them to just you know record the call um and and, and, and just by doing that you're you're essentially having them create the content for you so then you can then post it and now you're getting a third-party perspective of your business or service and it's not coming from your mouth it's coming from someone else's mouth so the trust factor amplifies and uh, the social proof 
is all there. So I just want to bring up a quick point that's a little side railing us. But on Facebook right now, the Dropkick Murphys are doing a free show. I saw that via Facebook Live. There's 136,000 people on the stream. Wow. I've never seen so many people on a single stream in my entire life. That's awesome. There you go. St. Patrick's Facebook Day. Live. Dude, 136,000. That's humongous. I've seen 2,000. I've seen 5,000. I've never seen this big of a number. Wow. The internet how, is how big amazing. do you think the last venue they played at was like like the I know I was level. like literally just thinking I want to Google like states with that population just so we can give have an idea. Yeah. Or countries. Their, their or last venue size was probably like five thousand. Five thousand. So now they're doing a show to a hundred and thirty thousand one yeah. time for free. Imagine imagine their next show now. They just did yeah, that, ex- right? Exactly. They gave all that value. You know, everyone's pumped up. They were so nice to give it this free show. I'm sitting here stuck at home, you know, <laughs> not living my my our uh, our festival lives that we like that we <laughs> love to live, and uh, we can't go to any events. You know, we're bogged down over here, bored. This is the best possible time to do something crazy like this. It's about the size of Eugene, Oregon. If anyone was curious, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I They're- googled it. Okay, where did we leave off? Oh, the, the, uh, the reviews. customer reviews. Yeah, so I wanted to to chime in. I think video reviews are like just so much beyond better than if if you get a te- like text reviews that you create into a graphic are great too. But a video, like you said, Zach, is just you know there is that social proof. There's someone who is is praising you know your services or your business. A text anyone can really like. I could type up, up a review for myself yeah. right now. You know you'll, what I mean? Exactly. You don't really know how authentic a text right. is. You know, when, and, when you see someone with a video saying it and it's totally mm-hmm. unscripted, that's like the shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree. So if you guys can get people on video talking about you, um, you can use that on Instagram stories. You can use that for future ads that you run. Um, that's really, really powerful stuff. And even with like the graphics, there are brands who are doing that well. And I actually found an example uh, before we hopped on. Uh, Vital Proteins. Have you guys heard of them? Yeah. They're like a collagen uh, building brand. So they, if you open the link that I sent you guys, I'll explain it to the listeners. Um, it's a picture and it, it's like two iced coffees on a table with the Vital Proteins package, sunglasses and an iPhone. So very like lifestyle And they have a little text bubble. It looks like an iPhone text in the top right. And there's the review given by Cindy M with five stars. So this is just more eye catching to me than taking that text and putting it on like a blue, white, black, whatever background. 100%. Yeah. Um, so, so it's just another way to, to get creative and make it eye catching, which is really important on social media now, especially Instagram. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of different ways to, you know, create the content around. And then again, this content is only coming from a random text review. They have to just make it look really aesthetically pleasing by, you know, putting it on a lifestyle shot with, you know, with the review in like uh, a text message thread, essentially. Um, and it works really well. 874 likes, you know, yeah. people like it. Um, 
So it's just a, it's an, it's another great way. And then also, um, Patty, to your point, all this content that we're making or that 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 you can make right now in this time of essentially need, right, is that it, it could always be be reused for what you said, it, paid advertising and again, video is by far the cheapest and most affordable way to get in front of so many people um, with these simple things. I've seen One Wheel do it all the time. They're, they're another really big Facebook ad business where they spend most of their budget, it looks like, on Facebook ads. Um, I get hit with them all of the time. And a lot of their uh, their ads are simple like iPhone reviews from people that have used the board which is really interesting. You know, it's just like a really quick, like, Hey guys, love this board. You know, it's amazing. It gets me from A to B, blah, blah, blah. I live in San Antonio. I fucking love it. Rock on. And that's, that's, that's it. That's the review. And you know, it's just, it's that simple to get something that actually uh, can actually go uh, really far. It actually can be really powerful for your business. Yeah. And like, like I said, the Facebook ads, like you're saying, like I th- I, we didn't even put that in our outline, but that's a huge, um, advantage to any of these things. I mean, we talked about repurposing content a little bit earlier, but think about how you can repurpose all of this into future ads once you know we're kind of over this hump that we're in and hopefully we, we, we're back and we've got ad budget to play around with. You can use any of these for future ads. 100%. All right, so, so what is the next- Let's jump topic? into podcasts. All right, we're doing one right <laughs> now. Here we go. So I think this is pretty self-explanatory. You have a lot of time on your hands. Let's line up some topics and some guests and let's really start talking about podcasts, right? You should be able to do a podcast once a day, once every other day. As much time as you have on your hands as you should be using to creating content. If you don't have a podcast, that's fine. Maybe start a podcast. If you do have a podcast, uh, this app that we're using right now is called Zencaster. That's Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R. And we're able to record in full quality with guests that aren't in our room or in our room, in, in the same room. Yeah, we're all uh, actually working remotely right now. I'm in my room. Dan's in his room. <laughs> Patty's in her room. I think Michelle just joined. Um, she's somewhere <laughs> we're all in different spots and um what's nuts about the software is this is actually the clearest i've ever heard dan's voice and <laughs> we facetime live we've been in the same room together and this sounds crystal fucking clear yeah. yeah, I think like I like I like what Dan said, start a podcast. And I'm going to give a little shout out slash nudge to Miss Morristown, who's been on both of our podcasts because she, oh, she, shit. she posted today on her Instagram asking if people like asking people if she should start a podcast. And I replied and I was like, yes, it's time. This is the perfect time to start a podcast. Nobody cares about your podcast. Just start it. Nobody's <laughs> going to give you that push. Like, you know, yeah, like just do it. Nike, just do it, dude. Oh, there oh, she is. Oh, she's here. <laughs> All right, Michelle's in the house. <laughs> what are we talking about? We're talking We're, about uh, how people, how this is a perfect time for people to start a podcast if they've been thinking about it. Or do more. Or do more podcasts, mm-hmm. yeah. And Duck. and I just have another little tip for people, um, which I actually just discovered like a month ago. 
if you, for some reason, don't have a good microphone or something, you can actually use the voice memo app on your phone. And the audio is pretty clear. So when I've forgotten my mic and I've had to go record with my sister or something, I'm like, whatever, I'll just do a voice memo. And and then you can send it to your computer and you can use that as an audio file. So there's really no excuse to not start a podcast if you've been wanting to start one. This is another huge point to bring up and going back to all the other topics we just brought up around, you know, video and posting and graphics and all this other stuff. You know, nothing has to be so crazy professional. You know, everything could be done with your iPhone. Um, You know, the really key thing here is what Dan always says is just to start, like literally start and podcast about anything you don't have a microphone cool use your built-in speaker on your on your computer you don't have a computer use your iphone like like there's a million things that you can use that you're in proximity with uh so there's really no excuse to not start right away um the biggest thing you're going to run into is like okay what do you want to talk about the first thing you want to talk about is you know um your brand and why you started this company and why you chose to follow this passion you know why are you passionate about this that's step one and then you you keep going you you can talk about anyone else in the business you can talk about um your services and your products and what you like about them what you don't like about them you can interview other people in the same space because you know no one's competing with each other and um have them give their opinion and their perspective on a particular matter. Um, I'm a spitball in here. I don't know if you guys want to chime in at any point, but yeah, uh, you know, you can literally start and talk about anything on a podcast, which is why it's so cool. It's such a, a simple platform. Yeah. I love podcasting. Yeah. And you don't have to show your face. So like, if you're worried about like being mm-hmm. on camera, like it's gone, you know, you're literally talking to yourself or talking to someone else or literally just having a conversation like we are right now. And, you know, no one's pressured, no one has anxiety, you know, it's a very simple laid back atmosphere. And the good thing too, is like, like you said, it's, it's less pressure because yeah, people aren't probably not going to listen to you in the beginning. So that should take some pressure off of you. You know, you might just have a few listeners and that's fine. Um, And it's a good way to see if you even like it. You know, it's just, it's, I think overall, it's just a low pressure content creation thing versus video like a lot of people feel very apprehensive about getting on camera and doing video yeah I remember our first episodes how I hated all of them because I thought I sounded so awkward but you can get like all the awkwardness out in the first few episodes then later on you're good comfortable and you just sound natural on the mic exactly we actually started with with video, and that was just a horrible idea. <laughs> we had like we had the social media sisters Facebook show. I think we did like three episodes. <laughs> Should I tune back and check that out for for a good laugh? Yeah, totally. We were holding um, empty coffee mugs to look cool. There was no coffee in them, so it was are you, just. Are you guys on Facebook? No, no, it's under. It's on my social store media Facebook page. Oh, okay. You made a point about using giveaways and contests to increase engagement. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. So uh, I think that um, doing giveaways and uh, things of that nature is definitely a way to uh, increase engagement and have people participate in your brand. 
So maybe not just doing a general giveaway to collect emails, but possibly do, doing something that encourage, uh, like encourages engagement from your followers, whether that be doing something or reposting something or tagging their friends, um, which is against the terms of service of Facebook, but they're not too hard on cracking down on that. So I think you might be in the clear. Don't quote me on that, though. Um, <laughs> but um, doing giveaways is a great way to give back and and to show that you are just trying to do, you know, switch it up from the, the everyday, um, you know, here's what I have, you know, here's where you can buy it. Another really big thing to to uh, to focus on here is because because everyone is in this downtime, everyone is struggling looking for help. And, you know, as humans, you know, our biggest resource is ourselves. So one of the things we could leverage is other businesses that are in, you know, relatively the same industry. So let's let's focus on healthcare or the health industry, right? If you're in if, if you're a yoga studio, uh, you could partner with a local juicery and, you know, do some kind of collab slash giveaway slash contest um, with each other. And now, you know, you're, you're, you're leveraging both your brands, you're, you're using both of your audiences together and you're, and you're not in direct competition, but your, your audience definitely likes the other audience as well. There's definitely a common ground between, you know, healthy eating, yoga, um, meditation, anything in that nature, you know, even, even general, uh, workout classes, anything in that space, you know, eating right, eating healthy. Uh, these are all services and, and areas that, that are part of that one culture that you can totally leverage from. And then you got to think about your industry and then think about all the people that you interact with or everything that your particular audience interacts with. Yeah. I think that's a good point. Uh, collaboration on all of these ideas is super important. Uh, with local brands, local industry leaders, uh, employees, uh, people that are underneath your brand, it will really help amplify what you're doing. Yeah, definitely. Um, and one thing that I had thought of, um, oh, crap, sorry guys, I just lost that one. And it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> getting so into it um, <laughs> patty just completely distracted me with something that's not on the outline i never said that <laughs> i text i texted her her bullet points yes you did that's what you texted me no, say I did this not. mr president say this <laughs> this is hilarious i love this <laughs> Okay, this was this was an idea for like a future. This isn't something that you could necessarily do right now, but in the future, once everything is back to normal, knock on wood, everything will be back to, to normal. Um, but in terms of like the collaboration aspect of it, like how you said, collaborate with a business that's kind of like in your industry, but not a direct competitor. And maybe like in the future, you could be teasing like an event me and like we could say like a yoga studio and the what was the example you gave uh, juicery juicery 
um, they could have a collaborative event for when they reopen and they could kind of tease it. So they could invite all of their fans to this event and then eventually they can give each other customers through that event. So that could be one way to collaborate as well. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I think that channeling all of this into like a actual in-person event, people are going to be itching to get out, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this yeah, is huge. Sure. Uh, a lot of a lot of thought, like, and again, Michelle, back to your point about being in the planning phase, you know, right now you really can't go out and do because we literally hands are tied here. But um, in the planning phase, coming up with all these future events and things that you can do with people in person, because again, to Dan's point, you know, everyone is itching to get out at this point. Everyone's going to be... Um, What's the word where like you're everyone's stuck at home? You get that home oh, uh, uh, cabin fever. Cabin fever. Yeah. yeah, you're like literally stuck at home and you can't do anything. You're gonna want to get out. Um, give them an outlet. Give them something to do. Right. Uh, I think that's another valuable thing to kind of touch on there. Um, you know, kind of focus on what people are gonna want to do once this whole thing ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. I saw another collab idea today, too, on Instagram. Someone was recommending for businesses to pay it forward. Um, so because I'm sure people listening and you guys, too, um, you've seen the post going around, like how to how to help small and local businesses during this time. And one of the big tips is buying gift cards that they can use at a later date. But a way for business owners to um, collaborate would be to maybe for every purchase of a coupon or a voucher or a gift card or whatever, they get a coupon or voucher for somewhere else in town. So come together with other business owners, collaborate in any way that you see fit, um, whether it's that way, whether it's having them come on your Facebook lives or your social media, there's definitely a lot of um, ways to collaborate with different people right now and use that to your advantage. Hell yeah. I love that idea. We've got to help each other out. That being said, we're selling uh, videos up front. It's only uh one million dollars to buy a video. <laughs> it gets you videos forever. Dan, did you actually want to talk about that? Because I know we talked a little bit about selling packages and, and that being a, a tip from you guys. Uh, maybe like selling bulk packages or what were you talking about when, when it came to that? Yeah, so I think it's a great opportunity to not only sell gift cards, but to uh, package your items in a way that people would take advantage of maybe a small discount. Uh, the the kind of, I guess, in a way, we're not going to really want to do discounts, right? So uh, for me, small businesses are not always in the right place to do mega discounts, but if you're able to package certain services or products together that can offer more value to your clients, maybe with something that's digital or that you know might be um, something that you normally might not offer, I think that goes a long way in showing uh, your customers or potential customers that you are really trying to really generate money because that's an obvious, but that you're trying to offer more value to them by doing so. Um, right. So you're not, you're not really discounting your service. You're more or less adding to your existing service for the same price. So you end up, you end up getting more bang for your buck for the end user. Um, 
and it, it just it's just something that kind of you know gets the ball rolling helps helps uh potential customers like really pique their interest because now they're getting a you know um, a little bit more and uh dan you could even tell them now what what we're offering yeah so over the next couple of days we're probably going to be offering a headshot package uh for one headshot uh, for $150 versus our average rate for one would be about $250 to $300. And we're just trying to really schedule out work for us to have once this all blows over. So that could really be applied like every idea that we've had uh, on this podcast to any industry, right? So if you are... Um, I don't even know. We use, keep using the same examples, but uh, you're able to offer, you know. How about a hair salon? We, we've used that, but we'll use it again. Uh, <laughs> six blowouts for the price of five, right? And you could pre-sell those to uh, customers so they can utilize this when we're finally out of quarantine. This sounds so serious, saying quarantine. I know. Does anyone else it realize does. that? Self-quarantine. It sounds like, like a scary movie. When you say self-quarantine, movie. it sounds like a meditation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going through self-quarantine. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so we we should talk also about some tools and apps that people can use. Um, Dan, you had some examples that you wanted to give. So let's talk about what tools can people use to accomplish um, all of these different goals in their specific industry besides the ones that we've talked about, like Google Hangouts, Zoom, Facebook, you had some really good um, good examples that people can use specific to their, their niche or their industry. Yeah. So I think that every day we use tools that help us accomplish uh, certain things that are in our industry, right? So let's use B2B, business to business, right? So every day at Strix Media, we use a program called Asana which is a task management system um, that allows us to make to-do lists and communicate with our teams to, to properly execute certain projects and tasks that we have. Uh, along with that, we use certain programs and apps to uh, execute our content, whether it be you know Premiere Pro or the use of elements or Envato Elements. If you're not familiar with Envato Elements and you make content, I highly suggest checking it out. Uh, it's a really great place to get assets to create certain things for your clients or for yourself. And I think that this goes true once again to all industries where you can talk about the things that you use every day to accomplish what your your business is about right so from a uh you know a fitness studio counting their calories checking their heart rate tracking their miles or to a you know a mechanic and what apps they use to help them diagnose things and check out you know what could this be the issue be on uh this car or how to fix this things that are valuable to your clients or, or to yourself is, are just a value, uh, as valuable to your clients. And this has to be taken with a grain of salt because some people have certain things that they don't want to share. But I think that a lot of those things can go a long way with educating your clients and how do you, like, I feel like they go, um, 
hand in hand sometimes with using your service or being able to use your service uh, better. Yeah, I think a really big thing to to kind of note here is that um, if customers are more familiar with your process and how you do things, uh, they're going to be more inclined to go with that service because they have a, a good understanding of how it works. Yeah. And I, I loved the example Dan <laughs> gave of um, the, the best heart rate monitor because the reason I like that is because it's so simple. And I think sometimes people overlook things because they, they make things more complicated than it has to be. For example, as I was reading this outline and you wrote tools and apps, I was like, what do you mean by that? And then you're like, oh, just, you know, like a fitness studio can share what what their favorite heart rate monitor brand is. And I'm like, oh, true. Like, that's such a simple, good idea. People overcomplicate things. So sharing um, just simple things like that, like... Like you said, you guys use Asana. A lot of a lot of people might not know about that. Um, we could we could share maybe like how we use the Blue Snowball mic for podcasting, and it's like whatever fifty bucks on Amazon. Just like you said, Zach, people will will really and it, it makes you seem like an expert too. Yeah, and, and you're, and you're kind of you're going to stand out. Yeah, you become the you know the go to resource for your space. You know, people trust your opinion on something and what you're using, so. You know, if you are a fitness instructor and, you know, um, they go, you know, someone is is taking your class four or five times a week, obviously they trust you as a person to give them the right apps or resources to use to monitor themselves. You know, like maybe they should know, like for me, like, okay, cool. I have, I, I used to have an Apple watch used to track my heart rate, but it told me the same thing every day. I didn't know what was good, what was not good, you know what is reasonable or what's right for what I'm currently doing or working on. So I think if I had perspective, if someone told me like a personal trainer, they said, Hey, you know, if you're resting heart rate is between this and this, you should, that should be higher. That should be lower. Or that's a little concerning, or I don't know why it's like that. Or, you know, right after you eat, you can expect your, your, your blood pressure to spike because of what you just ate here. And you can see the, the results right over here, you know, just educating people on, how they should use the things that you tell them is another awesome way to create content. Yeah. You always have to remember that you are a, you, you are the source of knowledge, right? People trust you. You are the expert in your field and that goes a really long way. Yeah. And also when you start sharing like these educational tips and it's all different topics and like tools that you use or apps or whatever, but you can really get a sense of what your fans want to see more of. Like for me and Patty, we do a bunch of different types of episodes, Facebook ads, Instagram stories, like everything. But um, we recently have been getting more messages about Facebook ads and we took that interest that we have seen from our fans and, you know, thought of new content ideas like making a full episode specifically on different objectives for Facebook ads, like these things that will help just add more color to like the general topics that people are interested in. Yeah. That's a, that's another really big point to mention, you know, uh, creating content around simply asking if you like this particular kind of content, you know, like, Hey, if you have an idea for something, Hey, I have an idea, you know, I want to start putting together, you know, short little cooking classes, you know, as this restaurant or as this in-home chef, you know, what do you guys think about that? 
and literally just asking your audience is a great way to get feedback on a particular idea if you think you should even start it um and just kind of create buzz around that uh it's, it's another good way of creating content as well if you get a hundred no's and one yes hey that one yes is a is a fucking yes that means there are people out there that will care and just because it's a hundred no's in the beginning and one yes uh in the beginning as well um that, that, that doesn't mean that that mm-hmm. won't change that's a, that's a very small data set to work with uh before you actually get real answers you know you might see all of a sudden 300 yeses and only 100 noes and now you're onto something truth <laughs> what is that lady gaga um she always says it in her speeches there could be 100 people in the room have you guys heard this no yeah i i have oh yeah yeah i remember it was after the movie right and it was and it, it was with like bradley cooper movie. yeah yeah Okay, moving on to the next topic before we go on another tangent. Um, we're going to give you guys some examples and actionable items for specific like industries or businesses. And a lot of the examples that we're going to give are pretty specific, but you can definitely tweak them to fit your needs and your goals. And I feel like we've already gone over them a little bit, but I think that we it's, can recap. it's good to retouch them. Yeah, yeah. we can re- recap. Yeah, because yeah. it's basically a recap. Yep. All right, cool. Yeah. And also, if we don't talk about the type of business that you're in, you can DM us at either the Social Media Sisters or at Strix Media NJ. And uh, we, you guys are offering a free brainstorm call. That's yeah, up. that's great. Yeah, we, will, <laughs> we will brainstorm your brains off. <laughs> That's really fun. So yeah, they'll be offering a free brainstorm call. And um, yeah, we'll talk about a few examples now. Awesome. All right, let's get into the first uh, industry. Let's go. Re- let's go restaurants, right? We keep giving a lot of posts about people that are now, you know, under curfew, uh, that are now unable to open, you know, what are some things that a restaurant can do to make content when, you know, they're not when they don't have any business? Yeah. So we talked about, um, I really liked Zach, how you said five things that you might have in your pantry to make something. That's a great idea. So a restaurant can post, okay, if you've got, you know, chicken and pasta and, um, cream or whatever, you can make this kind of dish. I think that would be a really, really good post or video post. Um, especially because also maybe people have specific favorite dishes of a, a certain restaurant. So they can also post, you know, recreate this. Like if you love our burrito bowl, here's how you can recreate it. Go to the store and get these ingredients. The next time you go to stock up on whatever you're stocking up on, pick up these things to make um, a version of our burrito bowl. Yeah, I love You just idea. really had to bring Chipotle into this. Huh? I know. I'm still thinking about Chipotle. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so damn hungry in quarantine over here. I have a sour taste in my mouth about Chipotle because I just watched um, Super Size Me Too. Oh, God. God. I'm not oh, going to no. watch that. Does he, does he just yeah, eat Chipotle burritos it. for a month straight? No, he starts his own chicken farm and he shows like the process of how these fast food companies uh, take care of their chickens and kill them. Oh God, yeah, that's terrible. I've right. seen documentaries like that. I can't know. What do you mean? They probably love know. them to the last second. 
If I don't see them stroking so their like beaks that. every five minutes, I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do. <laughs> um, Did you say yeah, stroking you... beaks. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, are you trying to make a chicken happy, dude? You gotta stroke their little, you know, their little beaks. <laughs> Oh, God. Day three of quarantine. <laughs> Zach has already lost his mind. This is day five. <laughs> Go crazy. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about fitness. Wait, let, me add on to the rest- uh, let me add on to the restaurant okay. idea. Yeah, the restaurant. We need to talk about it. <laughs> I, like, I like the restaurant idea. A way to elevate this is, like we were talking about earlier, time to like engage your audience not push anything but kind of just spark some conversation around your brand you could have the cook go on an instagram live and cook with the cook i was thinking that too that'd be cool yeah that's awesome not even give away recipes right just like talk about like stuff that the average person might not know right Right. talk about like I don't know. Well, there's, there's, fridge and there's so many. Like, yeah. Organizing your, it's a great one. Um, like, or how, like to, how to keep fruit fresh or yeah. Or like how to, how to get the most out of a pepper when you cut it, you know, so you're not throwing away a bunch of shit. Like there's, there's so many, they tr- cooks have so many different tips and tricks to maximize their food output to how they cut things, how you should cut against the grain for certain kinds of meat. So it's more tender. There's, there's so many different tips and tidbits to give to people that know absolutely nothing about the game. But if they have these things in their fridge and they just went to the store and paid a hundred bucks, you know, for the week to stock up, you know, at least give them some tips that they can do to maximize what they currently have. Um, another big thing, you know, uh, my dad was, a uh, was a chef for a while and, you know, when, whenever he would cook for me and like do things in a pinch, he would start with like really basic items, like, like hamburger helper or like, or like Campbell's chicken soup or whatever, but then doctor the hell out of it, add a bunch of spices and add a bunch of like fresh things to make it feel like it, like he started from scratch. And there's a lot of cool tips and, and tidbits in there that anyone can use uh, to really up their their um, their pantry game and, and get you know a nice quality experience from a two dollar can of soup. You know. Anyone want to add any about restaurants or want to move on to the next one? Cool. All right. Next topic we got is the fitness space. Let's talk so about I feel it. like we talked we talked about this pretty much like the whole episode, um, but yeah, offering your clients at home workouts, get on Facebook Live, Instagram Live, Zoom, work out with them, um, and then we we talked about offering tips, how to stay healthy, healthy living tips, especially now that people are quarantined. You know what can they do at home to stay healthy, to eat healthy, to to um, exercise, to stay hydrated, things like that. Oh, I love that. Yep. I don't know what you guys said already about the at-home workouts because you said you were talking about it before, but I love how they're doing this and it's free. Like that, I feel like just builds so much, I don't know, love towards a brand is they're giving these services for free in a time where like, you know, they need the money and they're not open. It's just, it's good. I like it. Yeah, it's great. And, you know, um, 
you could technically i guess even put like a little like donation button you know hey this is a free this, yeah. is, a, this is a totally free right. class but you know if you want to give us any dollars at all toward this you know by all means thank you so much like a, like you treat it almost like tips oh i know? like that right. idea i don't think i've yeah. seen anyone do that yet but i i really like that idea yeah I'm sure I, people would donate yeah because you're not really soliciting there you're hot you're 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 putting yourself out you're, you're you're putting yourself out there you're getting you know, open free classes that are extremely valuable to people, helping people stay active during a time when they're stuck inside. Um, you know, the least you can, you know, the least you could ask for is a donation. Mm-hmm. Love it. So next we have hair and nail salons. Um, so again, we talked a little bit about this already, talking about your products, specific products that you might use for your hair, um, tutorials, how to curl your hair, how to give yourself a blowout since, you know, you can't go somewhere to get a blowout right now, uh, how to dance it, how to braid your hair. There's just a lot of different things that you could do. Um, nail salons could do like how to paint certain like patterns on your nails. There's just a lot. Yeah, how to how to fix your cuticles. Mm-hmm. I, I want to address something that um, a lot of people that might be listening to this podcast are going to say first. Oh, why would I give away this information when people can just go do it themselves, right? It's the biggest kickback we get as a company when we uh, do social media content sessions with them. How many TV shows do you watch? with people redoing their house or building a Mustang from scratch and painting it and all of these elaborate things. Do you think someone really goes out and goes to Home Depot and builds their own house? No, they don't. That's not a thing, right? So you teaching someone how to do their own blowout is just a, a an entertainment piece rather than an educational piece than anything. There, there, oh, you mean like people might be concerned, like if I teach you how to give yourself a blowout, you're not going to come in to get a blowout anymore? A hundred percent. Yeah. So that's not a real thing. People sit on their couch all day, every day, and watch people build houses. They're not going out and building their own yeah. houses. Yeah. I mean, like, like another big point to like here. So let me just piggyback off that real quick right restaurants if you're teaching your super secret recipe on how to make this certain dish um there's actually a place i go to in princeton um they have this great dish that i actually know how to make from home but me making at home is a pain in the ass i gotta go get the ingredients first of all i gotta cook all the fucking food and then i gotta clean up afterward fuck that all right i'm just gonna go to the restaurant and have (laughs) them make my perfect dish because they're perfect at it i might screw it up i might screw i know how to do it but I might screw it up, right? So I want something consistent. I don't want to waste my time. I want an enjoyable experience. I'm going to go to that restaurant and I'm going to pay top dollar for that meal that I could get for $10 off, you know, because because it's just easier. So that's And not people a- can always YouTube these things, like how to give yourself a blowout. I could, YouTube, like at any point in time, I can YouTube that if I really want to give myself a blowout. Like if someone really wants to do it themselves and not come in, it's not going to be because you posted about it and they saw oh it. Oh my God, it's so true. The content is already out there. <laughs> right. Don't worry. They already know how to do your job. Always <laughs> right. <and> backwards. <laughs> it's yeah. so true. Do you guys have any other ideas for hair slash nails slash maybe beauty related businesses. I feel like anyone listening to this is already going to have a bunch of ideas as we kind of unfold this. 
Cool. All right. So the next one is real estate. So we talked about how if you're a real estate agent, you can give digital open houses and walkthroughs and um, Facebook lives showing a house. And I'll give uh, Dan and Zach Strix Media a shout out real quick because if you haven't already, you can use them for your awesome real estate videos and drone footage of your um, the properties that you're showing, which will just elevate your real estate game by a thousand percent. So having that kind of content while people can't go to open houses would be really good. Hell yeah. And then simply just doing digital walkthroughs with your phone on Facebook Live, like you mentioned, is an amazing opportunity. Imagine how many people you can get on Facebook Live that are local, that are actually interested in buying a house, that can see that property at the exact same time and have the same questions and the same information, and you can answer all of them at the exact same time. Imagine how much time you're saving um, even in a day, yeah. this is something that you would probably want to start implementing right away, even without a coronavirus going around. Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking that too. I was like, this is a good way to prepare for if you ever do need content and you run short or you don't have time, it's like stocking up on these really valuable, like digital thing, digital walkthroughs, whatever. And so you just have it in your back pocket in times like this, but not times like coronavirus, but you know, when you need content. A hundred percent. The other touch on we have here is just talking about, you know, general tips for home buyers. Um, personally, I'm going through a transition where I'm, you know, getting, um, I have to leave my space and find a new space. And, um, you know, one, one thing that I would want to know is like, what are the questions that I should be asking? You know, what are some things that I should be caring about or thinking about long term when looking at, you know, a new rental or a new house, um, you know, um, understanding all the caveats and like the little things that you didn't think about, um, you know, how much Contract. money should I have saved up before I start looking at like, what's the price range I should be looking at? You know, there's a bunch of different things that a lot of people don't know or just think other people know and just take it for granted where, you know, you can easily talk about those three, uh, those things and, build trust in your community by delivering that information. So I think there's a common uh, thread here, value and information. Yep. Education. And we talked about this a little bit in the beginning, entertainment. You don't have to be so serious all the time either. Yeah. I mean, you can give really ridiculous digital walkthroughs of someone's house (laughs) you could probably make that really fun and interesting you know and uh people just will want to watch just to watch and then they'll share it and they might be interested and they might have a friend who's interested in actually buying a house they shared it just because they thought it was fun and that actually leads to business you know there's no there's, Mm -hmm. there's nothing that says that delivering entertainment will also bring value and thus conversions make it like mtv cribs (laughs) I love that. That would be funny. I would watch that. Check out this dishwasher. (laughs) (laughs) They got a washer dryer hookup. (laughs) (laughs) So we wanted to end with um, how can people help business owners and a few quick tips. So Dan shared a really great graphic with me. I'm going to pull it up. Dan, do you want to talk about it? Yeah, sure. So uh, a lot of people are talking about how they can help out small businesses and 
what they can do to do their part. It doesn't have to be monetary value, right? So let's go over a couple here. This is, once again, true at any point in time, not just um, in a global pandemic. <laughs> so uh, let's, let's kick it off with the first one. Uh, you can share a post, right? So anytime you see a small business that you like, it's your friend's business, whatever it may be, share it right? You guys share everything. That's absolutely worthless most of the time. Share a business's post. That really means a lot to the business owner and, you know, possibly if they're your, your friend or whatever that may be. Do you want me to just run through this list or do you guys want to kind of... No, you, yeah, uh, you can run through it. Yeah, yeah. Just, just run through and then we'll talk about each one. All right. So drop an emoji, right? Leaving a... Both of them are kind of the same. Dropping emoji or leaving a comment. Uh, comment something that's worthwhile or interactive or that would engage other people to kind of comment on your comment. Uh, but just commenting on a post will increase engagement on that post. And Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn will actually show that post to more people uh, knowing that you uh, commented on it. And that is just part of the algorithm, knowing that People are interested in the post, so they'll actually show it to more people. Tagging a friend. Tagging a friend is pretty simple. Let someone else know about the post, whether it's a photo, a video, a promotion, whatever it may be, uh, a Facebook Live. It, it really helps get our, our message out to more people and as well helps to spike the algorithm on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Google, whatever it may be. Uh, a shout out. So uh, if you want to reshare a post, similar to share a post, but kind of shouting out that business and saying, hey, I go, you know, I shop at this business, check out what they're doing or check out this promotion or whatever that may be, will actually help your followers know about this business. And it's really important to small businesses for this because uh, we can use any help that we can get while trying to build a brand in a community around our, our businesses. Um, posting a pic, similar to a shout out, uh, but that might be a, a, like a user generated picture. And what, what that means is if you're at the location or you're, you're with the business owner or you purchase a product, take a picture of your own and talk about the service or the product that they offer and, and post it to your social media, social media, <laughs> and uh, people can, once again, find out about that. Um, and you're really just being a referral to these businesses, which is a, a huge help uh, to any business because uh, like anyone else knows, a referral is the, the, the best kind of promotion. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, the really big thing here too, is that all of these things take less than one minute to do. Every single one of these things is, is less than a minute. And we have nothing but more and more time on our hands as we sit in our rooms isolated. Um, so there's plenty of opportunity to help businesses out that are not monetary, uh, that, that don't involve any, uh, money exchange. And, um, they all can happen very, very, very fast. And they actually are very, very powerful um, to the social media support of these businesses. 
Yeah, and I just want to add on to it. Like we already talked about, post a picture. Even better would be if you record a video, a video testimonial. Post on Instagram stories. Like I could do a video and, and say, you know, I love Strix Media. They helped me with XYZ and tag them. That That's huge. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Patty, we'll, we'll look out for that uh, referral after this. <laughs> Stay tuned, guys. It'll be on my story soon. I love Strix Media. They are not forcing me for this endorsement. <laughs> These are my own words. And my own <laughs> this is not I am the president. <laughs> there is no God to my head. I think... Uh, have we touched on it at all? Do we do we do a, a recap? I feel like this is like super raw. Um, we're probably not going to edit this up too much. I don't know about Patty, but you know we want you guys to just understand where we're coming from. We wanted to give you guys some tips and tricks on what you guys can do to really support yourselves as well as people that maybe don't own businesses to to support us. And um, anything that we can give back to the community is, is is so helpful. Are we doing the outro now? Yeah. I, I mean, if you want to make it awkward like that, yeah. <laughs> I, keep forgetting that you guys, I, I keep forgetting that you guys don't cut podcasts like we do. Like, you just keep it. Well, that's yeah. Raw. Yeah. raw. <laughs> All right. Wait, <laughs> Should we outro now, dude? <laughs> Let's outro now, dude. All right. So, so can I outro? <laughs> All right. Outro in three, two, one. All right. So if you guys haven't already, subscribe to Strix Media uh, on. Oh, Wait, no, no, Follow no. Us on... Not yet. What? Okay. What? So here's the outro. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully we were able to help you all in some way get your um creative juices flowing i know it's a hard time right now with everything that's happening uh there's a lot of panic and people are wondering what's going to happen in the next few weeks and months um but just try to stay positive and use these tips to bring some positivity to your business online and show people that you're just trying to help them and hopefully they'll help you back in return. Um, but you know, it's mostly just starting the positive conversation in this time that we're in right now. So yeah, stay safe. Um, and that's what I have to say. I'm Strix, I'm Strix media. <laughs> that's what I, was to, I was about to add in. No, he reads anything on the teleprompter. <laughs> If you guys have any questions, feel free to DM us at the Social Media Sisters or at Strix Media NJ. And I want you guys to talk about this brainstorm call. Where can people get information on that, and who can who can hop on the on a call with you? Yeah, so feel free to reach out to us info i n f o at strixmedia Shoot us an email. We'll be sure to send over a link where you can book a fifteen minute free brainstorm session where we can help elaborate on our uh, your ideas and what you should be doing in this time of absolute hysteria and crisis <laughs> and um, really get your brand out there and double down on content. Um, you know, if you haven't already, follow us on uh, at Strix Media NJ on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Uh, hit that subscribe button. Uh, you know, it means absolutely the world to us if you subscribe to our channels check out social media sisters 
uh, on on their podcast. Someone someone finish this. <laughs> Take it away. I'll finish this. I'll return it myself. Yeah, you can follow us, me and Patty, the Social Media Sisters, on your podcast app, Spotify, uh, and SoundCloud. We are not everywhere like the Creative Collective show. We're not that cool yet. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. Later. Bye. Later. Bye.